Missouri schools need maintenance. Election results are final. Jefferson City decorates downtown for the holidays. We'll have details when we return. This is a show for you. Put those bonnets on and get those mugs ready for this tea on Lincoln University. For the Lincoln University community. This is a new podcast for the Lincoln University community. Come on, L-U-M-O, y'all need to get with this memo. This is a new podcast for the L-U community. That is for the students, by the students. Two hood for the artsy kids and two artsy for the hood kids. Unity is family, closeness, honesty, and loyalty. Welcome back, everyone, from your Thanksgiving break. Yes, yes. I hope you all enjoyed your time with your family. We certainly enjoyed our time. We went to St. Louis. We spent yes. time with Cam's family. No, boy. <laughs> no, yes. I'm just playing. But no, it was really, uh, it was a really fun experience. It was my first time away from my family for Thanksgiving. So although I did miss them, it was a much welcome experience, and I had a lot of fun in St. Louis. Yeah, we were uh, really fortunate to be able to spend that time with Cam and his family and his peoples, you know, in the hood, <laughs> you know. But uh, they made us feel loved yes. and uh, really warm. The food was good, you know. So. Yes. You know, I'm ready to eat for, you know, Christmas, Kwanzaa, New Year's, all that good stuff. So I hope you all enjoyed uh, your time. And we're just going to get back into the swing of things with our show. So we want to, you know, again, shout out all of our members of the Lincoln University community, students, faculty, alumni, professors, and JC resident. So we have some information for you today and we have a good topic later on today. Um, with Kinda something touchy. Right, right. You know, you make it a touchy subject. Yeah. But I think it's definitely something that needs to be talked about. Most definitely. Um, and it's really current. So we yeah. want to give our little opinion on that. But to start off, we're going to jump into uh, what's been going on this week since we've been back. So the first thing we have for news. Central Missouri campuses need maintenance. Our very own Link University has been reported by the state of Missouri in the Higher Education Department's 2018 review as being one of the institutes listed in need of renovations. According to an article published by the News Tribune on Wednesday, Link University needs $70 million in maintenance. Lincoln's lack of sufficient funds has contributed to their struggle on maintaining many of their buildings that were built as early as the 1920s. Allegedly, many of the LU buildings are not ideally suitable for their current use. There had even been speculation among the students surrounding issues of mold in two residence halls, Dawson and Martin, from 2015 to 2017. Reports show that Lincoln's only recent improvement to some of its maintenance issues came from the state's 2016 Board of Public Buildings Bound Funding. What you got for us? Okay, so November 6th election results are now official. And in case that title is kind of confusing to some of you guys, I know um, 
election was beginning of November and there was a lot of speculation about, you know, just in different states, votes not being counted and everything. So this is pertaining to Jefferson City. According to the News Tribune, no changes in results were made as Missouri's November 6th election results were certified Friday as being official. Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft said after Cole County judges Dan Green and Thomas L. Sodergren joined Ashcroft Friday morning in the final totals. We had to make sure that the tallies we had gotten from the local election authorities that had been reviewed by the election officials and the Secretary of State's office were correct, Ashcroft explained. There is not a recount that is done in every election. Now that election results are official, challenges can be launched. One automatic challenge that is likely to happen, incumbent representative Kevin Corlaw, Corlew, sorry if I pronounced that wrong, Republican of Kansas City, lost his election with less than one half percent difference. Corlew having a total of 8,904 votes and his opponent, Democrat Matt Sains, 8,989 votes. State laws allows an automatic recount under these conditions, but there is a specific time limit on any changes of the election results. Then we have visitors pack the streets as downtown comes alive. According to the News Tribune, Jefferson City celebrated its annual downtown living windows, which celebrated its 30th anniversary Friday. Jeff City residents and visitors packed the downtown streets during the free event. Storefronts and windows came to life with dancers, singers, and holiday themes. Refreshments were also provided along with other entertainers. Guests were able to write letters and visit with Santa, pet the reindeer, and walk through a candy house. Enjoy hay and carriage rides in the Polar Express. More than two dozen businesses, churches, and other entities participated in the annual event hosted by the Downtown Jefferson City Association. Hmm, they do it big. Yes, they do. Christmas came real early. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but uh, what do you think about uh, the stories, particularly um, us, Lincoln? Um, I definitely think that we need funding, mm -hmm. you know, for, um, I know with new administration, their biggest thing right now is focusing on retention, being able to bring more students back after their freshman year. Right, right. And, um, you know, if we don't have the resources to do that, of course, you know, retention is going to drop. So I definitely think, you know, with us being in the city's capital or mm -hmm. well, the state's capital mm -hmm. and everything, there needs to be a lot more <clears throat> attention on us versus other schools. Most definitely. I really want to know with this being reported now for the state to really see and a lot of people mm -hmm. to really acknowledge, what are they going to do now? Right. Because, I mean, clearly... We are a historical institution, mm -hmm. you know, a historical uh, black college university. So I, I need to know, like, what's the next step? You yeah. know, what, what and are even, they going to do? This isn't even coming from me or something that I believe, but I've heard a lot of people say that Lincoln is the reason Jefferson City is thriving. Oh, yeah. We bring in a lot of revenue, a lot of our students. And for us to just constantly be ignored, yeah. particularly when it comes to funding, just doesn't seem okay. Yeah, it, it doesn't It doesn't sit well with me either. But, yeah, I want to know, since they see the numbers and they know that we have been requesting and, uh, funding and uh, really advocating for that for a long time, what are they going to do? Are they really right. going to breathe life back into these buildings, or is this just going to become a dilapidated environment, you know, eventually where, right. you know, we just 
pretty much won't even be able to really even live in the actual residence mm -hmm. halls, you know, even if we are forced to be in some rundown classrooms or right. whatever. But, um... Yeah, what else, what, else, what else do you think about this? Um, I think the election story was pretty cool to kind of know that after the election actually happened, mm -hmm. that there, uh, you know, Atlanta and Florida, those were two that I heard specifically that um, Stacey Abrams, a lot of her votes hadn't been counted. Mm -hmm. In Florida, there was somewhere where, I guess, in Florida, they used ballot machines mm -hmm. to cast vote. And it was like thousands of machines that, you know, were unaccounted for. So for this election story pertaining to Jefferson City, it's just good to know that there wasn't no funny business coming down to our vote. Yeah, and I mean, everything. and I'm pretty sure Dr. Gossett would love to hear that, yeah. being the fact that she always telling students to vote. Right. Like, and then come to find out, you know, if that was another situation, hypothetically, you know, if there was a situation where we found out that there was some you know, a funny business going right. on, you know, um, then that would be really disappointing. But, um, yeah, that's what we have for the news, you guys. Um, yes. And uh, now we're going to move over into announcements. All right. So as you guys know, the semester is coming to an end. So final exams for December graduates will be held this Thursday, December 6th. All right. Advanced registration ends December 7th, so and like that I, is Thursday, excuse me, Friday. Friday. That like is, I've been saying, go ahead and get this advanced registration <laughs> out the way yeah. because you don't want to have to wait until you come back next semester mm -hmm. to get put in classes. And then if you get put in a class that you don't really like, you only have a week's window mm -hmm. to drop that class. So advanced registration is the best thing that could ever happen. If you ain't got your schedule for next semester yet, go ahead and get it done. Because me and K Kizzle got our classes already <laughs> registered. Right. So last semester. Last schedule for the last semester. Like it I'm feels so good. It feels so good. <laughs> but yeah, um Okay. All right. So next we have the Women's Resource Center will host a wine and onesies this Friday, December 7th in the SUC ballroom at 6 p.m. Um, I'm not too sure. I'm pretty sure if you guys see the flyer, it'll have more information on there. But as of right now, I'm not too sure if it's a woman's only thing or if men are invited as well. But I'm pretty sure men will be invited. So come out in your onesies. Have some. It will be sparkling cider. Ain't mm -hmm. no wine going to be there. So come out, have a little sparkling cider, and just enjoy some downtime before final. All right, men. Don't be coming in them sweatpants. Right. Though. <laughs> distracting us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, if you want to see uh, Santa shoot some uh, Kobe's, come to the uh, five on five holiday hoop fest tournament, which will be uh, this Friday, December 7th at the link. And that will be at 6 p.m. I believe this is an event uh, that the link, I guess they're uh, going to start doing um, that they're putting on or whatever. Just to, you know, a nice little holiday festive activity or whatever. They ballers <laughs> during the holidays. <laughs> Hopefully there's maybe some money in this so that you could, you know, give or it surprises, to. surprises. Yes. You know? So you could, you know, gift that special one in your life for the holidays or whatever whatever, because you know some of us don't have all the money when that comes around. <laughs> all right, so the following week for us who are not graduating seniors for December, finals will be held the following week, December 10th through the... Finals will be held December 10th through the 13th, so I'm going to let y'all know. Y'all sitting on the F. This ain't the week. 
to go to your professors and asking them what can you do mm-hmm. to get your grade up because mm-hmm. finals will be the end all be all so hopefully everybody has had a good semester everybody was able to pull through I know for those of us that have been in Lincoln for some time this has been a really hard semester for a lot of us mm-hmm. just use, losing people that we were close to that we knew of and everything right, right. so I just pray and hope that all of us Lincolnites can pull through for this semester most definitely by the grace of God. We can. We can. Just stay focused, everybody. So uh, moving on, uh, residence halls will close uh, December 15th at 2 p.m. and that is a Saturday. Mm -hmm. Uh, Please remember that it is a $600 fee if you plan on staying on campus during break. Now, let me specify because I'm one of those ones that always usually is here after the day (laughs) that the uh, residence hall closed. But if you speak to your RD uh, or even an RA, just let someone know that uh, you're possibly, you'll be staying over uh, into the next morning, like the next morning you'll be leaving because usually the Amtrak, uh, they leave around like 11 Mm -hmm. the following day when, um, you know, the day that, the residence halls are officially supposed to be closed, but um, you know, you let them know, and and, and usually they're understanding about that. Yeah. As long as you out by like the following day, at least by like noon, yeah, you I should would be even good. Say if you're talking about an extra week, then that's yeah, now that's different. It. Yeah, but like yeah. if you saying you know like we say residence halls close on Saturday, and if you tell mm-hmm. them you may have to stay until Monday because mm-hmm. just some things going on, they're pretty understanding about that. Yeah, and and don't think you're gonna be. Uh, trying to sneak and stay right. because this new administration they they, they no busting in these rooms <laughs> and checking so you know just uh yeah be uh be aware of that and just know again to speak to your rd or your ra if uh you will be uh staying maybe a night after the actual day that the residence hall is closed Yes, all right. So sports, as you guys know, basketball season is in. So the men's basketball team is now 4-2. They're doing really good, but let's give it up for our women's basketball team. They are now, correction, 6-0 because they had a game Saturday night. So they are now 6 are out here killing it. So coming up in the sports world is Lincoln University men and women's track and field. And I know I'm going to pronounce this all wrong. <laughs> but Lincoln University men's and women's track and field at Man, at Mel Jersma Classic will be held this Friday, December 7th. And it will be held in Maryville, Missouri. All right. And our women's basketball, the next game for them, will be at Missouri Western. And that is this Saturday, mm-hmm. December 8th in St. Joseph, Missouri. The game will start at 2 p.m. And then as well, the men's basketball will be playing the same day, also playing Missouri Western, and their game will start at 4 p.m. All right. So that's what we have for our announcements and sports and news and all that good stuff. So we're going to move into something a little bit more entertaining now. What's being talked about on campus? Thursday, KOMU, which is a... could we call it a newspaper? News station out of Columbia, Missouri, and it is affiliated with Mizzou. Yes. Uh, they uh, put an interesting article up, uh, which oftentimes they do, mm-hmm. um, about our school. Right. And it was, of course, published on Twitter as well. And um, interestingly, we've had uh, some students respond to the tweets 
And even more interestingly, we had them actually respond back on Twitter. So the reason why this is significant is because you have a school that seems to only acknowledge the negative information Mm -hmm. at Lincoln University. So what is within that? You know, um, people leaving Lincoln University, student body dropping. Mm-hmm. Um, they talked about a couple years ago after it was fixed how mm-hmm. Martin had mold. Um, you know, just them coming over here, just trying to make it look like that Lincoln University is inadequate compared to them. Right. And to be honest, I think at, from a journalist perspective, I have to be honest, I think their work is very lazy. Oh, most definitely. Um, you're in Columbia. It's way more popping than Jeff City, what else can you not find something about? But I think our school is like the last resort Mm -hmm. for them. And to me, I don't like being exploited just so you can get a grade. Right. Like you're talking about information that we already know about. Mm -hmm. Now, the question is, why? All these problems that you found out, why? Mm-hmm. But do we put articles? Well, do y'all put articles out about why? Why is this? Why are they in that state? No. So you had a lot of opinionated people on Twitter that were angry and going back and forth. And pretty much it led to um, them responding and saying ultimately that, you know, uh, to a degree, we cover what we can. And with that, I mean, it's it's like, well, you know, if you only have negative news, then that's the only thing we really going to cover. You know what I'm saying? Um, so their whole response was, you know, if you have good news, then send it to us. Now, excuse my French, <laughs> but that was some bull. Because as a journalist, it's your job to find a news story, whether it's good or bad. So for right. you to tell us that we look for the bad news, but we're not going to look for the good news. So if you have good news, just send that to us. How rinky-dink does that sound? Like, I don't want to be exploited as you guys' last resort so you can get an A in a class. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's it's pathetic to me. Exactly. It's extremely pathetic. So... There were uh, there was a football player and a band player. Their names will not be mentioned, but um, they pretty much almost got ridiculed. Um, and uh, now, before you get into that, I'm gonna say this: Black people, mm-hmm. we are some of the most non-readness. <laughs> but I'm gonna jump to conclusion. Exactly. Yeah. Because of some this surface, a disclaimer. Yeah. Because of some surface stuff that's been presented. Yeah. So we, I won't say me, but. Lincoln University was really about to go for these two young men Mm -hmm. because of how the headlines were presented instead of waiting to see what they were going to say. Yeah, yeah, because they were asked by a journalist from Mizzou, K-O-M-U, to, you know, just information about their experience. Mm -hmm. And they gave their information and how the story seemed to be spun or like, you know, the title, um, the lead, the headline. Uh, It was more so in the sense that they were complaining about, you know, the school. and just that wasn't the case. Yeah, like the school just wasn't doing anything for them. You know, you had the band player uh, allegedly expressing that, He pretty much uh, sees that a lot more of their members need to um, 
be told how how important their academics is to them just as much as band because mm-hmm. I mean shout out to our band members but yeah, they do work definitely. hard they do work very very hard and when you're working hard for something you're passionate about sometimes you have to sacrifice other obligations mm-hmm. so at Lincoln I will say that with a lot of uh, uh, programs and activities academics do get you know, put on the back burner. So with that, you know, he was admitting that their members need to more so put academics as first priority or learn a balance, like you said, just so that they can still be at the school. Mm -hmm. Now, the football player, I'm not sure. Allegedly, you know, the, the man, you know, his academics may not necessarily be where they need to be, which is why he may not continue on at Lincoln University. Mm-hmm. But that literally doesn't have anything to do with, you know, him not getting the opportunity because everybody knows if you're a football player at Lincoln University in Missouri and Jefferson City, I mean, I don't know how much more good you want to have it. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? As far as scholarship money and opportunities mm-hmm. and all of that, like people adore you. But I mean, that's just the politics of football in college. Like that's just what it is. So, it was spun in the sense that this man is, you know, what, what was the headline again? So the headline for this young man was one student says he may be leaving Lincoln University after his sophomore year. So to me, that's clickbait. And exactly. And we, as a journalist, again, like we uh, as a journalist and we're going to get into headlines in our, you know, right. main discussion. But as a journalist. I get it. Clickbait, you want people to read what you worked, what yeah. you worked on. Right. But at the same time, your headlines have to be truthful. Most definitely. Or make some type of sense. Yeah, most definitely. And I and going back, I just, I just think that it, it's it's reeky dink. It's it's really no effort to it, and it's all for a grade. Mm-hmm. You know, because me and Kay both writing for the Clarion, we have to write different articles, and we have specific headlines that we want to put up that interest people, or really mm-hmm. grab the reader's attention. But this, I mean, come on now, right? You know what I'm saying? Y'all keep doing this, and it's like we don't write about y'all. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't write about the fact that. There is a very, very prominent racial issue at your school. Blue, blue. You know, and you're talking about a state where in the capital city there is an HBCU. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't even exist. Yeah. But we don't and y'all want to that. get into, you know, why our student enrollment keeps decreasing, why retention is going down. Well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about how we're not getting funding. Write a story about that. Let's talk about how y'all. Mizzou is getting all of our funding. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Compared to Mizzou and compared to Lincoln, y'all are getting adequate funding compared to us. Right. So don't come to our school trying to make us feel inadequate when y'all got stuff, excuse my French again, when y'all got shit going on at y'all's school. Right, right. Y'all didn't want to talk about how in 2015 y'all begged for our help for black students to rally around y'all to help y'all with y'all racial issues going on. Y'all didn't write about that. Mm. Y'all didn't even want us talking to the media. So to me, I, I, just, I can't. I just can't with it. And to put numbers into perspective, this was uh, in an article mm-hmm. published by one of your so-called journalists. Um, Lincoln, it says Lincoln needs uh, around $135 million for renovations in two, for two new buildings. And Mizzou needs $220.8 million for a new medical research building called the translational precision medicine complex. Now, here's my thing with that. We need dorms for students. Exactly. We need dorms for students. And 
we're only asking for $135 million and you guys are asking for $220.8 million. And most likely, you know, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to predict it, but that's most likely first priority when it comes to funding, mm-hmm. with, when there's decisions made at the Capitol building. So maybe you guys need to write articles about how it's not that we don't advocate for what we need. You guys don't need to advocate for more dorms being built because clearly you have room for them. Exactly. But we don't. So clearly the balance is not there. Right. If you really want to get into a story and you want to try to get some type of, you know, fame, you know, with the story that could hit New York Times or Time Magazine, then you need to start doing some research and really investigating stuff of substance. You know, Mm -hmm. if you're looking to go to grad school, answering questions that have not been answered yet. You know what I'm saying? That's really what it's about. So for me, I'm like, mind your business, stop being lazy, you know, and really do some research and stop using us because it's simple. Exactly. This is Missouri. You may can get away with that here, but if you go to LA and some of these other places, New York, Indianapolis... Because I'm going to just put it into perspective. If the shoe was on the other foot, oh yeah. if Lincoln University's journalist program went over there to discuss y'all's issues, yeah. y'all wouldn't like it. Yeah, and don't tell us to send y'all no positive stories when you have the rep- you have the candidates mm-hmm. for the last election that came to our school to actually you know, promote, you know, their cause and, and, and what they're and doing. What they're they didn't, running for. They're what not, they were running for. Exactly. They're not going to your school. I mm-hmm. mean, I don't know why, but they came to our school and it wasn't just one time. This is a thing multiple that times. this is a thing that we constantly have being in the capital city. So why not talk about stuff like that? Exactly. You know. But that's our little spill on that. You know, shout out to our little, you know, uh blue tigers who roar on Twitter against <laughs> KOMU, you know. Yeah. Yes. And we're respectful doing it as well. Yes, most definitely. Y'all are appreciated. All right, so we're about to get into another thing that I feel like is really being, that we both feel like is really being talked about. Yes. Grownish released their season two intro visuals. Yes, shout out so, to them. <laughs> yes, it's definitely paying homage to a different world, giving some different world vibes. Right, and right. Everything. If you want to check it out, you can check it out on Twitter and yes. even their website. And it's giving, you know, different world vibes and everything. It is very creative. I like what they're doing. And I feel like this is where people tend to get these words misconstrued. Mm -hmm. Appropriation versus appreciation. Do you think it was appropriation? (laughs) I don't think it was appropriation. I personally feel like it was showing appreciation. Now, me personally, can I appreciate it? No, because I know what the background of that visual is. Right, right. And she doesn't attend an HBCU. And for those who don't know, because not everybody may know A Different World. Mm -hmm. A Different World came out, what, 70s? In the late 80s, going into the 90s. Okay, and it was the uh, Hillman. Yes. And it was a show about an HBCU. And if you was going to HBCU, you just knew that that was your experience. Right. (laughs) So it was Hillman (laughs) College. And, um, yeah, I definitely can't say that I wholeheartedly wholeheartedly appreciate it because she doesn't go to an HBCU and I know what the background of that visual right. was for. Yeah, yeah. So, but I, think, I like it. I think it's creative. Yeah. I think it's showing appreciation. So, the, the cute thing about all of this is, of course, Lisa Bonet, she went from the Cosby show mm-hmm. to a different world mm-hmm. when she went to Hillman College. And Yashara's character... Yahara. Yahara. Yara's character is going from 
blackish over to grownish. She's mm-hmm. going to college. So it's just it's real clever but then how it's they more did sim- it. Symbolisms between her and Whitley. Yeah, most definitely. Because Lisa yeah. Bonet was only on a different world for one season. Oh yeah, most definitely. But yeah, so, that, but that's definitely, the that's the connection yeah. with it. You know, you had the daughter that went over and she went to college, and it was like a spinoff and all of that. So I think it was cute and it was clever. But yeah. um, I think that a lot of HBCUs are talking about it right now, of course. And um, I mean, there's even some HBCUs right now that may think it's a little. Like you said, it's it's some people may think it's appropriation. Now I'll say it would be appropriation if Gronish was white and they did yeah, that. Not th- that, that, that would be a valid <laughs> argument because it's like but in this instance, because most of the cast is either persons of color yeah, or black. Yeah. I feel like it's showing appreciation. Most definitely. I think it was uh, cute. I think it was clever. Um I do think that um it it was in some instances it was a reach. Um, but uh, but see, people have to understand too, because some people might ask, well, why didn't she just go to HBCU? And you coming from a show called Blackish? Well, they're in California, and I don't even know if there's one HBCU in California. <laughs> that, there may be one that popped up, but I mean, historically, black institution that wouldn't be popping up in like the last even I want to say. 50 years, right. you know, so with that, you know, she went to a school and I mean, it does have a black culture there. You know, you see like, you know, Black Lives Matter rallies that tend to be popped up yeah. and all that, you know, and stuff. But black love in some instances. Yeah. But it's a really, really good show. I advise that you guys check it out. It's not, of course, where a different world was that right. my girl Kay I here. Seen the different world up, down, side exactly. to side, back and forth. And Kay introduced me to it because my dad, he always used to talk about it but he never really sat me down <laughs> in front of it and watched it but really being exposed to that show and it is an older show but see to me I kind of I like you know the, the vintage shows mm-hmm. and all of that now because I mean everything repeats itself whether exactly. it's style all of that and a lot of the issues dealing with um, civil rights during our period right now they were even talking about in the late oh, 80s yeah, going into definitely. the 90s so it's like and I'll even say this when I say you know I don't I like the th- where they were going with the new visual mm-hmm. for Grownish, and I don't want anybody to take this the wrong way. I'm not saying HBCUs are the only schools that matter, right? Because right. black students at PWIs do matter because they are definitely facing yes. a different struggle yes. versus those of us that go to an HBCU. Shout out to Mizzou and how <laughs> your black people feel. <laughs> <laughs> Right, but yeah, I just wanted to say that, but I'm definitely looking forward to season two of Grownish to definitely see where this is growing. I hope I hope some people have matured, yeah, and everything. But yeah, that's just what we've been talking. And maybe about. we'll have a show about Grownish one day. You never right. know. But yeah, all right, guys. And now we're going to get into the topic of this week: Dwight Howard. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> Those of you who have been on Twitter probably know a little bit about what's going on. Um, Last weekend, it was alleged that Dwight Howard is gay. So, um, you know, between me and my partner, we've, you know, been talking and everything. Mm -hmm. And just we see a lot of problematic issues within the situation. So the first one I want to get into is one of the articles that I came across, which was the title of the article and it was um Dwight Howard allegedly outed by gay ex-boyfriend <laughs> as journalists <laughs> 
we know the techniques and we've learned the trades of uh, titles in print journalism or just reads if it's, you know, on air or broadcast. But this right here, I mean, I don't know how more extraneous this has to be to the point of the article, but I mean, allegedly outed gay ex-boyfriend. Clearly, Dwight Howard is prominent in the NBA, so right. we know that he's a male. Right. So if he has an ex-boyfriend, then clearly Dude, there's no gay like heter it, it what is it hetero there's no heterosexual type mm -hmm. stuff going right. on. So it, it was just <laughs> redundant, and like Malik said, as a journalist. This headline just really bothered me because you could tell it was obviously used for clickbait. Right, right. But on the flip side of things, I could see maybe why they used that headline because it was some confusion about the young man, Mason Elijah. He does identify as a man. He just, from time to time, chooses to dress up as a woman. So when it came out, it was, a, we thought, a lot of people thought that Mason Elijah was transgender, which I can understand why mm -hmm. that headline may, to be, may have been used, but it's still at the same time, it's yeah. just redundant. Yeah, I mean, the man, you know, his hair be slayed, you know, um, he does wear makeup at times and stuff like that. You know, he probably got a hair page on Instagram or something <laughs> like that, you know, out here hustling right. the bundles and all that good stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, I just think that people... There was a lot of information within this that really hit on a lot of points dealing with homophobia, uh, the transgender world out there um, in this that really kind of just misconstrued a lot of information. Right. But the point is the man identifies as a man. Right. He just likes, you know, to be you, he's a femme. He is a femme. So, you know, but he he definitely likes to dress up and do all that good stuff. You know, right. So next, we're going to get into um, one of the more problematic issues, outing straight men. Yes. Now, was this an outing? Like what? And I'm saying, make it seem like they going out <laughs> on a date or something. Outing today basically means that you are going to expose someone's sexual preference. Right. So when you are exposing, when he was exposing Dwight Howard, and we're hoping that we pronounce your name right, Mason Elijah, but Mr. Elijah... Um, when you were uh, exposing Dwight Howard, you know, did you have intentions to just expose his sexuality? Like, what what all was kind of involved in that? From my understanding and from reading the thread, all this happened because Mason was being threatened because he didn't want to sign the non-disclosure agreement. Right. So, I guess in a way, he was trying to get back. At Dwight. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that had to do with he found out that allegedly Dwight attends sex parties mm -hmm. with gay men and transgender women. Mm. So I feel like a lot of. All right, let me put it into perspective. Mm -hmm. Allegedly, Mason Elijah and Dwight Howard were in a secret relationship. Mason thought he was the only one Dwight was messing with. Mm -hmm. Come to find out. Dwight may have, you know, been doing some other stuff. Mm -hmm. So the whole thing came about, one, because the NDA didn't want to be signed, and two, Mason found out that Dwight was cheating. So I think outing and, you know, is very problematic because, as you said earlier, Dwight is very prominent. He's an NBA player, and we know within that sport. Right, right. 
that it's very homophobic. Right, right. Being homo being homosexual isn't necessarily accepted because I mean you think about it, a lot of these sports are homoerotic. Yeah. And homoerotic is not homosexual. Let's homoerotic is more so there are undertones of mm-hmm. gay things going on. Yeah. I mean, you go into a locker room full of men, you're looking at but in genitals all the right, time. Right, right. Like, and then know, there's the slapping of the butt and all, all exactly. that different type of stuff. So, right. it's homophobia within that. So, maybe Dwight was living a down low life. Right. And he wasn't comfortable coming out yet because of his profession. Who is he? <laughs> <laughs> maybe Dwight wasn't comfortable coming out of the closet yet because of his profession and how he is looked in the media so outing is problematic because even if you're not on the stature of Dwight Howard mm-hmm. and you're some regular person mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying something that I've learned is that you don't have to come out Yeah, you know what I'm saying if people ask you tell them you know, but you don't have to, oh, this is me and this is what I am. The world doesn't change. Exactly. What you do in the bedroom, who you doing it with, exactly. that don't help your job performance, that don't give you a raise, that don't pay for your schooling, that don't help you graduate. Right. It just doesn't matter. Right. But I, I think where it becomes a problem is, like you said, when um, the transgender woman who was mm-hmm. over the uh, transgender sex parties mm-hmm. was involved, I think Mr. Elijah got in a sense, excited in the whole situation. The whole situation was dangerous in and of itself because if you already were allegedly being threatened, you saw this opportunity like, oh, you know, I got the, I got the receipts. Do you want me to bring the receipts? Do I need to bring the receipts? Oh, wow. You know, I'm about to pull them up now, and now you're putting someone else out there. Mm-hmm. And you, you got to be really, 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 really careful because, oh, my God, I, rem- I wish I could remember this lady's name. But she was basically um, very prominent. She was like a madam, mm-hmm. and she had a lot of high-class uh, escorts for, like, high-class celebrities. Mm-hmm. And eventually, you know, the government, you know, they shut her down, and I believe she was arrested or whatever and stuff like that. But when you're in that field, it's like when you're trying to expose people like that, not only is it dangerous for the escort and the madam, it's dangerous for everyone involved. involved. Because, come on now, if allegedly Dwight is at mm-hmm. them places, he ain't the only one. Like, let's just keep it 100. Blue, blue. About to be in 2019, girl. Ain't no use to you being shocked and appalled. So, with that, my thing is, when it comes to outing straight men, I think, to an extent, he's making it seem like he was forced to do this. Mm-hmm. I don't think you were forced to. You could have been a, went around it another way. If you were being threatened, you could have reported it to the police. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But you have to be really, really uh, careful uh, when you're when you're getting in that game of outing straight men, for one, because there's a moral and ethical to it. Like some of these men, for one, like him, he hasn't been in a relationship with his baby mama mm-hmm. for some time, from my understanding. So it wasn't like he was cheating on her or, you know, uh, I'm with men in the closet. But when I'm out in the day, I'm dating this woman exactly. and, and I'm engaged to her. So. If you were upset because he was messing around with other boys, you know, such as yourself or men such as yourself, then I mean that that wasn't really to me. That wasn't really warranted for you to out him. Mm -hmm. Now, another thing you plan with fire, because to me, you know, in America, it's the whole rhetoric of what's more dangerous than a grizzly bear. 
a black man. <laughs> but in my opinion, it ain't nothing more dangerous than a DL black man trying black man trying to keep you know his, his stuff, stuff under wrap. So when it comes to stuff like this, <laughs> when it comes to stuff like this, you know you have to be really careful. And tread lightly because yeah. if he has a team and allegedly, you know, he has the power to stop his team. There was an individual. His name is Calvin, I believe. Mm -hmm. And I guess Calvin is on Dwight's team. And Calvin, you know, he apparently, you know, he got the receipts for Dwight. Do you want me to bring the receipts? Do I need to bring the receipts? And he's just like, no, this man is a liar. Uh, Mr. Elijah is a liar and all of that. So, you know, to me, it's just kind of like you just have to be really careful and be strategic and mindful of how you play your cards with that. Right. Because now you he was saying in an article, um, Mr. Elijah was saying that, you know, allegedly he he was stressed out and paranoid for like a whole week. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't I just feel like this whole situation, Mr. Elijah is running off of emotions. Yeah. And it could be another thing of, you know, I could get some clout. Yeah. You know. Who doesn't want that in 2018, you know? You know, it is just like outing itself, like I said, is problematic because whether that person is DL or not. And DL men, you know, just learn to be true to yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't be out here with baby mamas. Right, And right. then you going to your homeboys playing 2K yeah. when y'all really getting into some stuff. You know what I'm saying? That, it's yeah, just like, yeah. you know, just be honest with everybody because even that situation is dangerous. HIV rates. Exactly. You know, are getting higher. Right. At that point, if you're not being honest about who you're sleeping with, yeah. And you're then now you're harming, lives. yeah, and you're harming your wife and your kids and all that. Like that's getting into dangerous territory. But I will say with Dwight, Mr. Howard, it seems like he wasn't straddling the fence. Mm -hmm. You know, with we haven't really heard no women being involved other than his baby mama yeah. that wanted to, you know, <laughs> kind of catch wind of what was going on and what was being said and stuff right. like that. Um, you know, probably just to see, like, dang, you know, what what are my kids going to find out? And even she liked the comment that was basically saying, you know, like, these DL men need to be careful. HIV rates are high. And basically, like what I said, you're playing with people's lives. She liked the comment. She didn't like the comment because she was being messy. She yeah. was just saying, like, no, people really need to get tested Most because definitely. Yeah. stuff is crazy out here. Yeah, and people are ruthless. Um, so, I mean, and then also, too, when we're talking about what do you think about shaming? What do you think about shaming, like, masculine men that come off more like the 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 submissive one in in like a in a in a uh, I think a gay relationship because at the, you like what you like whatever yeah. floats your boat whether you're the giver or the receiver right you know it it doesn't matter so the whole thing it was a comment Mister Elijah made that Dwight is a six eleven bottom <laughs> you know it was funny in the context because it's like okay sh he really trying to hurt his feelings yeah. but at the same time it's like we need to get rid of that notion yeah. that you know sex is sex and you're gonna do what pleases you mm -hmm. so I really feel like there's no need to shame masculine 
black men that come off as more masculine yeah. than other black and then men. now you're really really trying to tarnish his integrity because mm-hmm. it's like in his image because on one hand you're crying wolf but then at the same time you throwing shade talking exactly. about you with 611 bottom like exactly am I not supposed <laughs> to be upset like right. I'm confused but you know I, I mean I, I, I get it I guess but um so what do you think about the whole like there's been a really really big uh undertone of like transgender comments in all of this like and and i mean of course we know that mr elijah you know that didn't come from him Mm -hmm. it was more so twitter and social media kind of putting their spin on that Mm -hmm. and pretty much trying to ridicule dwight more than he already kind of has been um but i will say he has not responded and i think that is wise in some of these situations because it's just like people are going to talk about you regardless apparently um i don't know oprah uh, I think some years back, Oprah was, you know, going to get married to somebody. And it was just like, yeah, or something. And it was just like, you never. Kill her secret love. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, you never really. She never responded to mm-hmm. it. But it's like you. I feel like in situations like this, especially if it's rumors of people's lives being threatened. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just getting messy. I think in situations like this, and this is probably the public relation mm-hmm. in me coming yeah. out. If I was in Dwight's team, I would tell him don't say anything. Yeah, I think it's because best. people. Okay, people can take silence as one of two things: it's true, or it ain't true. Yeah, and you know you take it, it how you want it, it. Now, me, I feel like if he had addressed the situation. And you li- and if you were to listen to him talk, yeah, definitely some things you can pick some things, things up. up, and it'd be the okay, he lying, yeah, either Dwight's lying or Mason is lying, right? But I definitely feel like in this situation, it is best for Dwight to be quiet, pretty much, until he gets everything with his camp together, most definitely. And I feel like for all we know, he could just be laughing at the whole thing, like y'all don't know, y'all y'all just don't know how much women I actually be with, right? You know what I'm saying? He could just be like, okay. Whatever, but I think for some of the more um, uh, some of the more celebrities that know how to deal with things like this, they just know like you, it, it it comes in waves. Mm-hmm. It comes and it goes, and you just let it pass, mm-hmm. and you get over it, and something else will come up in another year or so. Right. You know, apparently uh, it was a rumor I was hearing the other day about Halle Berry was a lesbian or something <laughs> like that. That's why her relationships don't last. You know, and she doesn't care to respond to stuff right. like that. But you know, it it comes and it goes. She better not be because, you know, <laughs> I need her in my life. But um, I think um, when it comes to this whole transgender situation um, or undertone with this, I feel like to really acknowledge that if it, even if this was a situation where Mr. Elijah was transgender, I feel like there's really no point of outing him. Then, because you're talking about a community of, you know, transgender women who want to just be considered women. Um, And if you want to be considered women and you want to be, you know, pretty much the epitome of what a woman is, then what is the point of you outing a man? If you're a woman and this is a man, then, hey, y'all doing the most natural thing. And as far as, you know, the continuation of existence. Right. So for me, it's just like there's really no point. To out a man if you consider yourself yeah. a woman. Um, 
if you consider yourself a woman. But there's a lot of that that goes on. Yeah. And I think especially on Jerry. (laughs) I definitely think it's um, a double edged sword, because like Malik said, if you are a transgender woman, you're fighting to be seen as a real woman. Yeah. So if a man that likes women is sleeping with you, what is the point of exposing him if you're fighting to be seen as a real woman? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Exactly. And I'm not saying this is a mentality for all transgender women, but for most transgender women, they don't feel like they need to express that. Yeah. Then when it is expressed and he gets mad, it's like, well, you must be gay anyway if you get mad. No, it's <laughs> I thought you were a woman. Yeah. And yeah. now you're kind of playing with what who I thought I was, what I was attracted to. Such yeah. like that messes up somebody's mental state. Most definitely. And it's not right. Like, I mean, like, even considering the fact that you have a man that wants a kid with you. Mm-hmm. And if all these years he didn't know, because there's been some rare situations like this. He didn't know that you was a woman all along. Like, how how does that feel? But then it's his fault because he should have known. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I think we live in a society too much. Like, we want to literally be behind the glass and we're just in a dome of a reality and it's like you have these transgender people that want the world to accept them Mm -hmm. as I went and I paid this much money to get this work done so you have to call me this or you have to see me as this Mm -hmm. and the bottom line is regardless if a good population does see you as that there's still another part of the world that just does not care and they damn near want to kill you in a sense because they feel like you're appropriating what it means to be a woman Mm -hmm. so getting into that it was another article that we read basically saying who gets to who gets to decide what womanhood is? Yeah. Now, me reading that article, I don't get upset by a lot of things. A lot of things don't rub me the wrong way because, you know, it is what it is. But that was one thing that was kind of like, what do you mean who gets to decide what womanhood is? <laughs> now, me as a cisgender woman and what cisgender means, the definition of cisgender is I was born a woman and I identify as a woman. Mm -hmm. Biologically, I am a woman and that's what I identify as. So me as a cisgender woman, to put things into perspective, it's been a lot of talks in the media and everything. Black women are 234% more likely to die during childbirth. Mm. You as a... If you are a transgender woman, that's something you're never going to get to experience. Mm. That's something that you don't have to worry about. Mm. You know, if you, me as a black woman, if I go to the doctor and tell them this is what I've been feeling, more than likely I have to face the fact that I'm probably going to die because they're not going to take my symptoms or what I'm feeling into consideration. So for me, I don't have an issue with transgender women. Like I said, some of my closest friends are a part of the LGBT community, but it's the whole thing of... You want to be accepted as a woman, but you're never going to experience the things that biologically that cisgender women have to go through. You're never going to experience bleeding five to seven days out of the month, experiencing cramps. You're never going to have to deal with pregnancy and 
you know, the thought of dying, giving birth to your child, like that's something you're never going to have to deal with yeah. because you're not a woman. Yeah. And to me, that's where the appropriation comes in. Mm -hmm. We appropriate everything in society. Everybody is appropriating everything, especially mm -hmm. in America, which is this big melting pot of cultures and mm -hmm. colors and flags and all this. But it's gotten ridiculous to the point now where I I'm, I am what I say I am. So you have to identify mm -hmm. me as that. And it's like it, throughout history, beyond the Bible, throughout any type of, you know, religious books, throughout history, throughout all cultures, what is the point of life? Mm -hmm. It is to keep producing. And the gateway of life is through, you know, is in between the legs of a woman. Mm -hmm. So with that, you can't appropriate that. Mm hmm. So because, you know, and I will even to an extent respect uh, Mr. Elijah just in the sense of, no, he everyone was saying he was transgender. But no, he says he's a man. He just likes to, you know, wear, you know, I mean, long hair doesn't really belong to women. Right. Uh, makeup. I mean, shoot. I mean, the pilgrims was wearing makeup <laughs> and all in Europe right. and all of that. But when you decide that. Today, you know, let's take Caitlyn Jenner, for example. You decide that you want to be a woman. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Now, let's bring Chris into the picture. You maybe couldn't deal with Chris Jenner mm -hmm. just in the sense of maybe she was emotionally unstable and, you know, too emotional or whatever it may have been. That's what it means to be a woman right. in some aspects. So you can't just decide now all of a sudden, you know what? I don't want to be with the woman. I don't want to deal with the woman. But you know what? Let me try on this costume and see what it's like. Oh, and now I don't want to be a woman no more. Like there women, women are more tough than men in the sense of having kids like mm -hmm. men we we don't know that childbirth mm -hmm. pain we just never will mm -hmm. you know we are tough in our own instances you know and when it comes to emotions and when it comes to uh, uh, like you know being strong there's yeah. different things that women are strong in and there's different things that men are strong in men can be over emotional in some instances more than women mm -hmm. you know um, but it, it, it's all placed by God ideally for a purpose. Yeah. And in that, I mean, you can't just put that on and take that off. And to me, that's where the appropriation comes in. Right. And it's like, it, it gets, it, it's almost becomes a mental illness of you living in a reality because it's like, now you want people to accept you mm -hmm. as what you want to be. And, and you just have to face that people don't see you as that. And let's get into another thing. Considering cisgender men, Again, for those of you who may have forgotten or don't know or just tuning in, cisgender, you were biologically born as that gender, and that's what you identify as now. So for a trans woman to say that a cisgender man is transphobic because he doesn't want to date her, that's not fair. Because at the end of the day, and to be quite honest, we was all placed on this earth for one purpose, and that was to procreate. Exactly. So exactly. you can't fault a cisgender man for not wanting to be with you because eventually he's going to want to have kids. That's, and that's something you can't give to I him. mean, just look at the animals. That's what they do. Of course, we are separated. We're more dominant. Mm -hmm. But that's the purpose of life. Like, you do have these, you know, good-for-nothing men where it's like, you know— Time of the month come and they just want to have unprotected sex right. and get you pregnant and you got to dodge them. <laughs> but, you know, it's like at the end of the day, 
that's what that that's what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, are they are they using that ability of you know? Uh, bringing a sperm to an egg in the right sense. No, they're not. But at the end of the day, you can't fault them because I don't care who it is. All men, regardless if it's a deadbeat or the, the just Prince Charming of your life, you're going to hear, I want you to have my babies. Exactly. So, but but for some, you know, transgenders, it's the whole aspect of, well, there's more to life than having kids. <laughs> and I mean, I understand that that's the world that you live in. But if everybody had that mentality, we wouldn't be able to continue on. Yeah. And it's all about preferences. Exactly. If a man says that he prefers a woman that was biologically born as a woman and identifies as a woman, that's his preference. And you can't be mad. at What that. type of world do we live in now where that's even up, up for debate? Like, like you can't tell. I, it's just like <laughs> I said, we live in a very sensitive generation now. Yeah. And I feel like this is just one of those things that if you don't accept me and you don't want to date me, then you're homophobic and you're transphobic. And that's yeah. not the case. Yeah. I could, Like I said, I'm cool. I don't see anything wrong with loving on a man. If you're a man loving on a man or if you're a woman loving on a woman, do what you do and be happy. Right, right. But it gets to be problematic when you're forcing your views and your beliefs and your sexuality on people who just don't want to accept it. Exactly. Exactly. I totally, totally, totally agree. And I think we're just too sensitive in this society Mm -hmm. now in America. Like you can't say anything just out of you like older people, for example. You know, they have to be very careful and mindful now of not so much being judged in the sense of what are people going to think about the fact that I have a transgender child or Mm -hmm. my child is gay. They have to more so be worried about the fact that society is going to look at them as are you supporting that child? Mm -hmm. Because if you're not, you're a bad parent. Exactly. And that's just the world we live in now. But, yeah, I just think we need to stop appropriating what it means to be a woman. You're either a woman or you're not a woman. And if you and if the transgender community wants to keep the the title, you know, I am a a transgender woman, then that's fine. Mm -hmm. But don't force other people to say, no, you're the epitome of a woman because Mm -hmm. you choose to be a woman. You know, like it's, it's, it's just not that. That it, it's just not that where it's just something you can choose. So it, it's it's it you it starts with conception. Mm-hmm. If you have the organs, yes, yeah, the reproductive organs to be able to carry a child yes. naturally from birth, then hey, there you <laughs> go. You know. All right. So last thing we kind of want to get into is you know, air out all your experiences. Through the whole uh, Mason Eliza situation, we've only seen, and maybe this is from my research, but I've only seen him, the DMs between him and Dwight. I haven't really seen anything between Calvin threatening him or anything written in that form. Mm-hmm. So my whole thing with that is, you know, if you're going to tell your story, tell the whole story. Don't tell one half of it of you and Dwight talking. And, you know, even from the thread, it don't even really look like it was anything to be up in arms about. Mm-hmm. Just more so a casual conversation. Most definitely. So it's two sides of one coin. Yeah. If you're saying that you and Dwight were in a relationship and this is the receipts that you have, now you're saying, oh, I'm being threatened by his team. 
Prove that. Most definitely. Have those receipts. Well, like I said from the beginning, you should have played it probably a little differently. You tried to bring in a the transgender woman over the uh, transgender sex club into it. And that could have been very detrimental to a lot of other, you know, uh, celebrities or people in the NBA or whatever being involved in that. But, I mean, even with this, it's like have all your stuff in order before you try to comfort somebody. Because, I mean, there's people even saying that, you know, allegedly uh, Mr. Elijah said that he was involved with uh, Playboy Cardi. Mm-hmm. And now uh, he denied that, but that is out there. And I mean, with, with social media now, the world is becoming a lot smaller. Yeah. So it's like anything you do from, shoot, 10 years ago, homegirl dancing in the <laughs> Apple store, like it could come back up. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, you just have to really, really be mindful of when you trying to come for somebody yeah. and you don't have all your stuff in exactly. order. Exactly. So. so the last thing I want to address is homophobia and we ain't even really got to get in all of that we are living in 2018 going into 2019 right it is okay if you were a man and you want to experiment sexually with the man it is okay if you are a woman and you want to experiment sexually with the woman that's you do what pleases you but we need to stop being so butthurt when stuff comes out about men and, I, and I'm only addressing men because that seems what the issue is. Yeah. We need to stop being so butthurt when we hear things about men sleeping with other men. Because to be quite honest, in the words of T.S. Madison, <laughs> men have been sleeping with men since the beginning of time. But yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I agree. It's like, you know, just... Just, just mind yours, mm-hmm. you know, and and that's why y'all broke because y'all don't mind the business that pay. That's it. That is it. But j- just mind yours. Just worry about you and just stop being in everybody else's business. And you know, um, to Mr. Elijah out there, just it, it's a dangerous game. It's a messy game. Um, and. I don't know if you thought that you was going to get a spot on the Oprah. Well, Oprah ain't even got her show no more. <laughs> but Ellen or I, I don't know. But it's it's just my thing is you came out with the book, you know, industry. Excuse my, you know, language. But industry hole is mm-hmm. what the name of the book is. And it's just like, can we imagine how many other books have been published with the same name <laughs> in the last like I mean, we 10 got years? Stephens. So, you know, it's, I mean, it, it, it's. The whole messy situation, and this is for the Atlanta girls out there, and everybody listening on what I'm talking about, you know who I'm referring to. (laughs) Okay, you know, it seems very fun Mm -hmm. to play that game, but it can get very dangerous. So I would advise that you guys maybe uh, go to school and pick up another trade if that does not work out. Because. <laughs> Leave the trades alone and pick up another trade and really just find something else to fall back on. Just like yeah. these NBA players and all these other players have to fall back on. Because this type of stuff, like I said, it ain't nothing more dangerous than the DL man that want to keep his stuff private, especially when he got his, you know, a job on the line, a family on the line. People get the whole prostitution tricking off thing confused about paying for sex. They ain't paying they ain't paying for sex. You ain't getting paid for the sex. You're getting paid for the secret. You're getting paid to go. And you just don't want to be that Atlanta girl that, you know, come up missing. So right. that's that. <laughs> but uh, we wish you the best. Uh, Dwight Howard, Mr. Elijah, you know, uh, 
Calvin, I guess, you know. But yeah, that's that's what we got to say about that. We hope you guys have enjoyed our conversation. And I just want to give a quick disclaimer because like we said earlier, we know that our conversation was very touchy for a Mm -hmm. lot of people. And as I've all and as I always say and I will continue to say, we live in a very sensitive generation Mm -hmm. where you can't always say what you feel because you have people that'll jump down your throat and misconstrue things. So from us, or more so for me, I want to say that I have no ill will towards anybody who is transgender, mm-hmm. transsexual. Right. If you like men, if you like women, I have no ill will towards that. Live your life and be happy. We are just spitting facts. And honestly, you can't expect everybody can't expect everybody to accept you right, right. because that's not the world that we live in. Yeah, and I know America seems to uh, confuse us and make us think that that's the world mm-hmm. we live in, but, but it's, it's honestly not. not. You know, so um, this is just our opinion, but we respect everyone and we just kind of want to lay things out for you all just so you can not live within a dome because exactly. that is America and exactly. there's often times to be honest you go to other countries exactly that's what I was going to get into preferences aren't always those are frowned upon in I actually countries. was just reading an article about an award show in Egypt mm-hmm. and a uh, woman because uh, yeah the woman I guess in Egypt it's more of a uh, Islamic culture mm-hmm. she's uh, uh, I guess going possibly going to get some time in prison because yeah. of her dress Charged that was revealing obscenity. yeah so I mean it, it, we just want to put things into perspective because living in America it is like living in a dome mm-hmm. you know we uh, sometimes don't really pay attention to foreign policies and different things that are done because like oh well that's in another country that doesn't have anything to do with us until like a gay club gets shot up or something like that you know so we just really want people to be aware not only within the league university community but also out in America, in the world, all that. So, um, yeah, we have missed you all. I hope you guys missed us. And again, you know, to my students, faculty members, JC residents, alumni, we love you all. We hope you all once again had a really, really good Thanksgiving. We hope you all have a good holiday. Um, And yeah, just remember, you know, uh, we will be back next week. But uh, just remember, yeah, you know, it's cold outside. So make sure you got those bonnets on and those mugs ready because this tea is hot see you guys peace shocked and bewildered and confused when these men get found out that they were sleeping with other men?